Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Radio. Today is November 12th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Radio Noon. PC has been conducting Zoom conference or conference calls from past um, 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, show your face and let Gayatri know you're a newcomer. You'll be promoted. Satish? Hi, Rahul. This is Satish. Yes, Satish. Go ahead. So uh, I applied for H4 uh, change of, uh, sorry, I-539 change of status from. Uh, Gayatri, I can't hear him. Can you hear him? And also EAD for my wife. Hello. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. You said you applied for I-539, H1, H4 and H4 EADs, right? Yes. So I applied for my, I'm good with my H1B. Okay. So I applied for change of status from F1 to H4 for my wife. Mm -hmm. And also for EAD. Okay. So since it was getting delayed, we -hmm. moved to Canada. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Gayatri, he's getting cut off for me. Yes. So now yes. her employer, employer has applied for her H1B. Okay. And now we got, hello. Yeah. You applied H4, H4 plus EAD and you moved to Canada because EAD is getting delayed. And then they applied, the employer applied for H1B. Yes. Right. So now we got everything. So she has her H4 extension, H4 change of status, her EAD and her H1B. Everything is approved. Everything is up to Okay, mm-hmm. but now we need to get her visa stamping. So the mm-hmm. U.S. consulates in Canada is closed. Okay, so she can't go for uh, until December 2022. So mm-hmm. she can't go book an appointment for H1B. But mm-hmm. uh, I think there's an option for H4 because mm-hmm. she was in H4 previously. So there is a Dropbox option. Mm-hmm. So if we go for that option and we come to U.S., and then again, later we apply for change of status from H4 EAD to H1B. Would there be an issue? Uh, why? why? Why are you thinking it may be an issue though? No, I'm just, no, I'm just okay. wondering. No, absolutely not issue. Absolutely not an issue. There are some visas if you try to enter after the H1B is approved that you get into trouble though. Okay. Mm-hmm. For example, if she has an intention to come on H1 and she applies for B1 visa, that is considered mm-hmm. to be not proper. But for H4 though, 
absolutely mm-hmm. no problem she can come here okay. and change and to h1 having an intention to join you and working for pepsi that's perfectly okay okay next yep. person that was the question sushma hi thank you for the opportunity hi rahul um i'm sure you're get, you're probably getting this question a lot um so my husband's um h1 has been renewed and i'm waiting for my h4 and ead um renewal my current h4 and ead expires on december 15 um if we drive to canada i have a canadian now visitor visa so if we drive to canada um am i eligible for the um automatic revalidation if if you drive to canada but your current 797 is expiring in december of 2021 yes so you definitely are eligible for automatic revalidation but are you expecting your h4 to be stamped h4 to be approved until uh to until your husband's h1 is expiring yes or for yeah whatever extension i can actually get because yeah. been- that is a gamble that you'll be taking they are not supposed to give you extension in the automatic revalidation remember for automatic revalidation you must have a 797 approval with you and your 797 approvals ends in december of 2021 not december 2024 like your husband's so your husband is okay to get until december 2024 but you are not have i seen cases like yours where people have gone to mexico and canada and i have i seen some of the cpp officers giving until 2024 i have seen them i don't know how they are giving it but i've seen them giving but, but it's less than 10% chance man okay but do you think can i like would i get it get a little bit of extension because i'm currently no either it will be full or it will be only december 2021 there's no okay. little bit okay next next person please thank you chandra yeah but these questions are coming very much uh, sushma rahul uh, this is chandra i think it's a similar question to me as well my h1 extension got approved this year in july as part of that i applied my spouse uh, h4 and h4 ead as well now the current h4 994 is expiring january 6 2022 now uh, in order to extend the i94 based on the recent uh, uh, the the litigation that you worked on with the uscs uh, can can she travel to mexico border and get the i94 extension the answer will not why would you think so the answer i will tell sushma different answer to you different answer though no i think uh, i think auto i'm not looking for the automatic revalidation i'm looking for the i94 extension based on my that's what she is looking to okay everything's the same story if i change the story in 2 minutes what would people think about me no no i'm not asking about changing the story but automatic revalidation is where you need an i797 approval you don't need a visa that's where i was thinking but answer is the same yeah doesn't change next person please okay thank you hari 
Hi, Raul. Uh, I feel stupid, you know, just picking back on that same question. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, just, just to extend into that, if we go for that option, uh, and my I want, so I'm H4, you know, and depend um, H4. So my I131 is still pending. Would that get avoided if I go uh, outside the country? Um, we have seen some cases where they have voided the I-131, which is called advanced parole, guys, if people don't know. Um, but for most of the people, they're not denying it. They're approving it, even though they left the country. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, give me the feedback, guys, if you're getting the, the extensions or not, though. At this point of time, it's less than 10% probability to get the I-94 extension. So once you come back, please come and let me know either way what happened, okay? Next person, please. And, and just just one more question, Rahul. Mm -hmm. And it would be similar case if I go to India for a stamping too, like- uh, so it, No, it India too. If, if you go to India for stamping, you're extending until when the H-1B is expiring automatically. But There's no questions on that. 131 is still dicey, like it might get up. 131 dies. 131 dies. Okay. 131 has a chance of dying, yes. Okay. Uh, just uh, just another dumb question. Um, I know there's uh, litigation, uh, the part one litigation, the, the main litigation is still in progress. Any, yes. ball, any ballpark idea? Uh, uh, I know it's, uh, as I said, it's a dumb question. Yeah, we'll have to see. The, the briefing is done. Um, the judge has to rule on it right now. Uh, there is nothing that we or the government need to submit right now to the court. Okay. So it might be like few months. It depends on the judge though. I don't know how the judge is working right now. And sometimes they give priorities to something, not to priorities to other things. Next person, please. Thank Richa? you. Hi, Rahul. Um, so um, I might actually be in a situation where my status expires um, on next Tuesday. So my first question is how long do I have before I need to apply for a change what, of status? And What is your yeah. status that is expiring? I'm on an H1, uh, H1B right now. You can file a B2 application online called I-539. A B2. A B2 is the best status. And do, is there a, I mean, say, suppose I find out on Monday that I'm going to, my, my status expires on Tuesday. Is there a time before which I should apply or can I use? Well, how does it, state, how do you not know that it's going to expire on Tuesday? Don't, when is so your identity for expires? My, it expires on Tuesday, but my attorney has uh, filed for an extension on, uh, for recapture. But she says that she's yet to hear from, uh, on, uh, from BOL on the LCA approval. So BOL oh. is yet to reply on the approval for the LCA. So that does mean that I'm going to expire. When did they file, uh, the, when did they file the LCA? That I'm not so sure of. She did not It takes five that. days for the LCA. I would hope, yes, that's what I read. And I would hope that she had done it earlier than that, but she still hasn't heard. So I'm not so sure. Uh, I would file a B2 as a backup irrespective of on Monday itself. On Monday itself. Okay, yeah. so Monday it should be done. All right, got it. And my second question is that my perm application has been an analyst review for over a month. Does that mean something or is it some an, an unusual when scenario? When did you Do file the labor estimate? certification? It was on 25th of May. Yeah, it's, and it's you, common. It's, yeah, it's, it, you may get the approval soon. You okay, may get the approval so soon. 
Okay. No, no timeline on how, how long it can take on an analyst review. Can it still come chip, in? Chip, uh, no, typically analyst review doesn't mean anything, ma'am. It's not okay. under, so it could be approved any day now. Okay. And that, does that say anything about an audit or we can't say anything? No, it doesn't say that. audit. Analyst review is just, it's in the regular processing. Okay. All right. Next, Thank you. Next person, please. Thank you very much. Priyamsh? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. This is Priyamsh. Um, uh, my wife was in H4 status, Rahul, and uh, her H4 was expired on uh, August, and we filed for H4 extension. And meanwhile, she got a job from other employer who sponsored her H1. And her H1 is approved now along with the change of status. So we received I-797A. And the uh, H1 approval is from October 27th of this month. Um, but the pending H4 is denied by USCS now. So is there any impact? What's uh, the reason why the pending U uh, H4 was denied? Uh, we didn't get the denial notice yet. I want to see the denial though. I want to see why it's denied. Did your wife went for the... Hmm, H4 no. cannot be denied. Did you file for H4 plus CAD or just H4? J just H4. I want to see the denial. I want to see what's in there. Okay, but she she is she got the H four. I mean H one approved. She got now. the H one B. I know, but I still want to see the dinner. Okay, next um, person, please. Just one question: Will there be any chance that she might need to go to India to activate H uh, one? Because she got the H one B with the I ninety four. So yes. I'm wondering why the H four got denied. Yeah, I want and, to take a look into it. Okay, and will she be considered out of status because of the denial? Uh, I, I have to look into the denial, Priyanshi. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Pranjal? Hi. Uh, uh, so, uh, my employer has, uh, has filed for my uh, perm certification in June, uh, and my sixth year of H1B expires next month. So, uh, and, and my company is saying they might support me for an extra month. So uh, there might be a scenario when my uh, perm is not approved and I am an ex-employee. So can my employer still file for an I-140 and renewal? I-140 and renewal, they are two different things. Yeah. <laughs> so can, can, can they file for my I-140 first? Because I am at the end of... They, they can file for the I-140 for sure. It's a future job. Can they file the H-1B extension when they don't have a job? No. Okay. 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 Next person. Thank you. Naeem? Hi. Uh, my name is Naeem. Um, currently, like I'm working as a contractor to a company. So my uh, priority date is uh, January 11, 2015 in EB2. Mm -hmm. And uh, my, um, like uh, the actual, the client is willing me, willing to hire me as a full-time. So what do you do advice? Because like now if I try to switch job, they will take maybe like three months to transfer and another like six months to file uh, I-140 process. So I don't know what, who's the current trend going on. So what will be the advice? Uh, that's a tough question for me now. That's a very tough question for me now. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> a big dilemma because, like, uh, next person. Very good pay. Uh, 
Uh, I may consider it right now. I may consider it. I may consider it. I may consider if it's a phase higher, I may consider it. Okay. So, do you know, like oh, when this September, like Jan 11, 20, because I missed by 10 days. If I know it, I, I don't know it. <laughs> I Next just... person, please. <laughs> Next person, please. Sorry. Yeah, that's, you have you. to keep, keep watching the YouTube, that's all. So personally, <laughs> I won't tell any different stories. Rocky? Yeah, I, I was, if you would have called me six months ago, I would have told definitely not to leave. But of course, now it's different since they wasted 65,000. Go ahead, uh, Rocky. So, uh, hi Rahul. So, my uh, mother-in-law actually had a heart attack recently and she's hospitalized in India. I'm not sure if I will be able to expedite. Uh, can I place an expedite request with USCIS or no? You can. For uh, advanced parole you're speaking about? No, it's about H4 EAD, H4 and H4 EAD. Why do you need H4 and H4 EAD to go to your mother-in-law? Because when I go outside the uh, US, it will again get denied, right? Because it will be like I did. Um, well, is it a change yeah. of status that you applied or is it an extension that you applied? Renewal, renewal. When is your H4 expiring? Uh, next week. So you can go and get the stamping and come back. Why do you need the extension? You don't need the extension. But it will get rejected, right? And I also have to... I no, thought... it won't get rejected. If it's a change of status to H4, it will be rejected. If it is an extension, it will not be rejected. It will continue. Your EAD will continue. But what is the, uh, like, how, what is the success rate of the expedite request if I were to do that? Well, why? So the reason that you're giving doesn't make sense. The success rate is less than 2%, ma'am. Next person, please. Sure. Thank you. you want to expedite your EAD and don't give the mother-in-law's reason though. I don't see a reason. You can go and come back and H4. That's a different. Karthik? Hi, Rahul. Uh, I had a quick, two quick questions. First is that my STEM OPT EAD, the workout authorization ends on January uh, 20, 2022, STEM EAD. Uh, and uh, so I've Last time you suggested to look for cap exam jobs. So I've got an offer from a university. Um, so there are two challenges. One is that they say they can give me an offer now, but by the time they apply for my H1 and get it approved, it would be beyond Jan 20th. Would that be a challenge? Second is how well, easy... So, so, so your, your STEM is expiring in Jan 2022, is that right? Yeah. So... By the time they do the paperwork, it's going to be, they're going to file before Jan 2022 or after 2022? I'm guessing it's going to be after because they said that there's going to be- You have 60 days of grace period after that, but you cannot work in that six Correct. Days. So one option is they said they can put me on leave of absence, but I think I checked online that leave of absence is also not possible. What do you mean not possible? That I'm not supposed, so they, I can't potentially be on unpaid leave is what I read online. Well, it's up to the internal company documentation, what they do, it's called leave or not. As okay. far as you are concerned though, you do not work, you do not get paid. If they file a H-1B within that 60 days, you do not work, you do not get paid, you're in good shape. Okay. Um, but if so it's going to be beyond that 60 days, then you will be considered to be violating the status. Yeah, so it's likely to be beyond because by, they said that by the time they will get an approval, it will be March, April. No, that doesn't, it approval doesn't have to come though. The start date has to be within 60 days. Okay, got it. Uh, sure. And the second question is how easy or difficult it is to 
come out of a cap exempt to a cap h1 very difficult but you don't have much options though um here is the reason uh, why it's difficult uh, chicken and egg okay that's a story so a lot of companies will only file h1b if you are working for the company sure is right so if you are working for the university you don't work for the other company though you don't work for me i won't file the h1b Correct. i don't file the h1b you don't get the cap so there are some hacks available though if you work for the university full time yeah. and if you want to work for me as a secondary job even though you are never counted towards h1b number you can work for me okay do you know that no i didn't know that it's i think it's so a concurrent visa that's concurrent h1b doesn't have to be if the, you are working for the university the concurrent can be for profit organization okay but they still have to like how does that work like concurrent uh, like i you, you can watch the video of how the concurrent works okay sure and sorry so they can work when they when they file as a concurrent though it's not considered to be in the visa numbers okay but they still need to keep on applying in the lottery system even though they file the concurrent thing okay and okay. can can that be all all of like there's this is there a limitation in number of hours i can work in the concurrent employer no you can work for 240 hours oh is that oh perfect yep this is really helpful thanks thanks yeah. bhavya hey rahul so has the auto extension rule for h4 ead been already implemented since like i saw an update on uscis site you did yeah i didn't can you put a link uh let me actually someone you know like forwarded it and i opened it so let me do it like as soon as i see it i'll uh, post it over here so it is actually yeah give me the link please i want to look at it okay this. yeah sure give me some time okay okay i'll because i i'm looking at the news section um there's only one news that came out today that's uscis opening new lockbox facility but i may be wrong i mean uh, okay yeah let me put it you know like in the chat box so if that is the case so we are uh, planning to file the extension in january so what do you think no, wait, wait 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 somebody give me a link go ahead ma'am now i see that okay i see the link right now okay so uh, like do you think i should still file you know like all h1 h4 and h4 ead concurrently or shall we apply like h1 in premium get the approval then go to maybe go to india get my h4 stamping done and then file a standalone h4 ead um when is your when is your h1 h4 expiring so h1 h4 h4 ead is expiring next year july so we are planning to file for the extension in january it would be better if you don't want to lose a job mm-hmm. as soon as your husband's h1b approval comes in mm-hmm. you go and get the stamping done for the next 3 years and file the extension that will be the best one okay not to file all of them concurrently right 
you can file that and then go and get the stamping and come back and file this too. You can do either of those things, both things too. You can file the extension along with your husband's. Mm -hmm. But once your husband, your husband H1B approval comes in, you mm -hmm. can ignore that you file the H4 and EAD. You can go to India, get the stamping and come back. And then you can file the EAD or you can use the EAD uh, one to extend though. EAD okay. already that you Do I have to file EAD again? Like after I get my H4? I, I, have, I just got it. I did not read it though. Um, I, I, will have to, I will answer that question again later on, okay? Okay, okay, sure. Thank you. Give me one second. Next person, please. Okay. Sarvana? Hi. Um, so I have an approved I-140 and uh, I recently came to US uh, on NIE and my family is still in India. Uh, so um, uh, they are uh, actually my wife and my kid are coming uh, in December for three weeks. Uh, so I wanted to know if uh, while she is there, if she can apply for an EAD and after three weeks, three weeks, she'll be going back and she'll be uh, permanently coming on uh, April. So uh, is that okay that we apply the so, EAD? So, so if, the, if the EAD is applied and if she travels, will the EAD be adjudicated? Is that your question? Yeah. Absolutely. No problem for it. She can. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Shweta. Hi there, Rahul. Um, Shweta. Hi there. Are you able to hear me? Yes, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so just had a question about my wife. Uh, she actually had lost her old passport, and uh, um, but the only um, visa stamping she has for the US visa has been in the current passport. Uh, so, um, when we go for stamping, can we go for Dropbox and see if she has lost her old passport? Mm -hmm. One second, is there? Let me check on that. One second, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, she can. I mean, it doesn't say that that anything about passport, though. Uh, because uh, recently, in a recent video, Emily said that uh, if you have never lost your passport, then only you can apply for a Dropbox. So I was just concerned with that uh, on the Tuesday when she, uh, you guys had the video. So uh, she said that. I never saw that when I was applying for my Dropbox, but I just wanted to clear your, clear this point. Drop an email to me. I'll speak with Emily before I want to before I confirm it. I want to hold on my decision. Okay. Okay. Drop Thank you email. very much, sir. Thanks a lot for whatever you're doing. Thank you. Okay. Sure. Jotna. Uh, hi, Rahul. I'm Praveen. Uh, my, my, my question would be, I'm in H1 and my wife in H4, uh, H4, 
and we both have GCED and uh, she is starting a new job on Monday with the GCED. Who is the main applicant? You are the main I'm applicant the, or she? Yeah, I am the main. Okay. So uh, she is starting a job with the GCED on Monday. Will her H4 status will be lost after Monday or will the H4 still valid? It will be lost, but you can regain it. She can go to Mexico and come back to regain it under the automatic revalidation. But yeah, okay. it will be lost if she uses a EAD. Okay. And uh, my next question would be, will if still, if I am in H1, shall I able to like reapply the H4 for her when I extend the H1B? No, you cannot do it. Um, either she can, she can go to Mexico and come back and then you can extend it. Okay. Thanks, Dr. So if she if she have she also have H4 EAD, so better is to use the H4 EAD for the job then. Then why are you why are you using AOSED if she has a, a adjustment of H4 EAD? What, what benefit are you going to do? Because the employer what where she is joining doesn't even know about H4 EAD. Probably like they only ask for like permanent resident or uh, uh, citizenship. So we were a little concerned. No, they don't, they safe. don't care. Just, they just ask, are you authorized to work in the United States? Just give them the H4 EAD. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Just give them the H4 EAD. They'll be fine. Okay. Thank you so much, Rahul. Next person, please. Prabhu. Uh, hello. Hi, uh, Rahul. Thank you for this call. Uh, I have two questions. Uh, my uh, I-797 is expiring uh, coming Monday on 15th November. And my lawyer has like filed the extension which was received by USCIS today. So I'm not sure like uh, what this receipt number and all. Like is it okay to continue working after 15th? When is your I-94 expiring? It's on 25th of November. Yeah, even if you don't get the receipt notice if the FedEx tracking number is there, you can continue yes. working. Okay. And second question is like my wife, same thing, like H4 stamping is until 15th of November, but mm -hmm. she got that EAD until 25th November. Can she work until 25th or she has to stop on 15th? But the H4 is on, only until 15th or 25th? Uh, the is stamping, it? yeah, the stamping, uh, she got that uh, stamping done from India. Like she didn't have that I-797 approval. So the stamping is until 15th of November only. And she, her I-94 is valid until 25th and she got the TAD until 25th. Yeah, she can work until 25th. I don't see any problem with it. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. Rahul. Hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, so my wife and I, we applied for our H-1B, H-4, H-4 EAD in September of last year. Uh, mm -hmm. H-1 was approved immediately. Uh, and then we traveled to India uh, in April and we got our H-1 and H-4 stamp. And we sent USCIS the updated I-94. And in September of this year, we got uh, uh, a notice saying that our H-4 has been withdrawn. And the EAD, we received an RFE to which we responded. Um, with this new litigation uh, that, uh, you know, you guys uh, were able to uh, pass, uh, does it do anything with our H4 ELD, uh, getting my wife for a work permit? The I-94 um, is valid for the next two years. Yeah. So 
you the EAD extension was she filed a EAD extension, is it right? Yes. It was not the first EAD. No, this is not a first EAD. This is a second EAD. Our first EAD expired in January of this year. What was the RFE on the uh, on the EAD? The RFE is they asked for the H1B, the H4 and H1B stamps and the latest I-94. Because we travel. When did the previous EAD expired? January uh, 14, 2021. Yeah, but she, the problem is this, in this particular court litigation, it only allows 180 days extension though. Yeah, that's what I read and I wasn't sure yeah. if it will affect us. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, she will not be benefiting through this. Okay. So, Sorry about uh, that. No problem. Um, we, it does, does the litigation help in our case or do you advise just waiting? You can contact Stephen Brown if you want to. Stephen Brown. Okay. Thank you. I'll take the last caller, guys. Kumar. Uh, thank you, Rahul. I have a priority date of 23rd May 2011. Um, it's been with Texas Service Center. I have my biometrics done. I uh, preemptively submitted my medicals. You know, and I have not received any RFE or approval yet. Uh, in case if USCIS requests for another um, copy of medicals, uh, my doctor, my civil surgeon said that I, for $50, they can give me a copy or not a copy, but a, a, a new uh, 693 with the same date as I submitted earlier, which was in July of this year. Uh, is that okay to resubmit if I get an RFE or should I have to redo the whole test again? Uh, in July, when did you submit the 485? October is right? I submitted my 485 October 2020, yes. But you submitted the medical in July. Uh, yeah, preemptively in July. Yeah, yeah, you can use that. You can use yes. you can use the fifty dollar thing. You don't have to do everything again. So I don't the the new rules from October first, twenty twenty one don't apply to me. No, they don't. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, if the I was just checking whether your medical was done before you filed the medical, uh, before you filed the four eight five, or after you filed the four eight five. You have done it medical after filing the 485. So that's valid for two years. The 60 day rule validity doesn't work for it. Thank you. Next, uh, uh, thank you guys. The next conference call will be on Monday at 3.30. Uh, thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.